888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting interview for you today. I am on the line with Arna Gamic from HowToWindSurf101.com, a side project where he teaches how to start with windsurfing and keep advancing through the stages in at, in the least amount of time. He has been a windsurf instructor on and off since 2004. It's something that he is passionate about, so he decided to take that passion and turn it into a blog. Not just a blog, but a blog that makes money. In fact, he just had his first thousand dollar month but it hasn't been easy and it definitely was not an overnight success his story is going to be inspiring to anyone who's starting to build a blog or maybe even starting to get some traction i thought i'd bring him on here to talk about the steps that he took to reach this point so getting to a thousand dollar month that's what we're going to be talking about today arna how you doing man I am really good. Uh, it's funny actually because I always listen to your podcast on the in the car, uh-huh. and this is the first time like listen to intro. It's been a long time since I've listened to it at, like a normal speed and not at double speed. So <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, great to listen to it like that. That is so awesome. That is, I I don't I don't get to the double speed, but I usually do about one and a half times the speed, and that works pretty good for me. <laughs> It's just really uh, strange when you switch back to normal speed. Suddenly, everything just looks, sounds like the Matrix. I know. I'm like so <laughs> slow now, right? <laughs> well, I'm glad I have you on here. This has been this is kind of way o- long overdue. We've been talking about doing this for how long now? Uh, probably like a year and a bit. Uh, like I think it, it was something we decided you know uh, would be a good idea. Uh, once I finished uh, with the coaching sessions that I had with you, yeah, and just uh, life got in the way. <laughs> now, now, when when were those coaching sessions? I'm trying to remember off the top. Um, of my head. That was like I think um, November 2014 until oh, wow, yeah, like uh, end of 2015, uh, like middle 2015. Just I think until April uh, 2015. So it's been so, just uh, a, it's been just over a year now since we stopped coaching. Exactly, um, and a lot has happened. Um, the most important of which is you are now a father. <laughs> yes, uh, sleepless nights, uh, <laughs> well, sleepless days. You know, with nothing to catch up on during the day. <laughs> well, well. First of all, congratulations. Thank um, you very much. Second of all, I'm jealous because she's sleeping through the night. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, uh, during the day she's just nonstop. So <laughs> it's a good thing that she sleeps through the night. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay, so you. you Actually, first of all, your blog, how to windsurf101.com. You talk about windsurfing and all that good stuff. This month, uh, you just had your first $1,000 month. Is that correct? Yep, that's right. Okay, and, and what did that $1,000 month consist of? Like, what made up that $1,000? Uh, well, basically, I relaunched a video course that I had, um, well, since our coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had it as, well, we, we launched it at that time as a minimal viable product, um, kind of just the, the basic thing I could get away with yeah. and never really had the time to keep on you know, working on it, keep on adding to it. And uh, during the last um, couple of months, uh, which are low season, because I still work at my parents' uh, windsurf center as a windsurf instructor. Okay. And so uh, between Easter and the summer is a uh, low season for us. And so I had a little bit of extra time on my hands, which I took advantage of and um, kind of revamped and uh, relaunched the, the academy, as we call it, the How to Windsurf 101 Academy. Uh, so basically it just consists of the uh, uh, videos from early stages to uh, advanced, plus an ebook, plus uh, a magazine, which I've also been putting out every two months. And, and what's the price point of it? Uh, that is... $97 uh, per year, although for the launch, I did it as a lifetime membership, as a, as a scarcity. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah. $97 per membership, and you've gotten maybe 10 sales or so? That's exactly right. I, uh, my, my goal for this launch, uh, which I'd set together with my mastermind, was exactly 10 sales, and um, uh, on Saturday, which was well, uh, Saturday, the I think it was the nineteenth of June, I uh, closed the launch at nine sales. And uh, the day afterwards, I had one person who said, like uh, my emails or some of them were landing in the spam. If she was able to sign up, uh, like just sneaking in there, and I said, okay, you know, because they've been landing in the spam, because you uh, were also, you know, very engaged yeah. uh, through the email series, uh, I opened it up, and I was really pleased that I actually got to the. 10, 10 nice. uh, members goal. <laughs> so you set a, a goal for 10 and you made, t- man, you should have set a goal for like 20 or 50. Maybe that would have happened then. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I would have, but uh, because like, um, because my email list isn't that big either. So basically just working backwards, I said, okay, I'll, I'll be really happy if I manage 10. And what's the size uh, of your email list? Uh, it's around 750. Oh, wow. Uh, great. Yeah. Okay. So, so- yeah, so 750 people on your email list. You had this course. You launched it, $97 a pop. You got 10 sales. You made your first $1,000. Exactly. Well, congratulations on that, first of all. <laughs> Thank um, you very much. And, and what I want to do is I actually want to go back and I want to deconstruct this entire journey. So mm-hmm. first of all, uh, you, before you start this, when did you start the blog? Um, well, uh, the blog I started back in uh, June 2013. As a matter of fact, I relaunched the course as like an anniversary event ah. for the third year anniversary of the site. Gotcha. Um, but my, my internet uh, or internet marketing uh, journey started uh, a while before that. Um, I actually was uh, in the UK and I wasn't able to get a job except for a um, like a, a sales rep position, which I was really bad at. Um, and uh, because I didn't have a car, I wasn't able to do sales calls uh, like in person. So I was trying to get people in the, um, in the shop. And so I started looking at you know, social media and uh, blogging and so on, which is when I discovered Yaro Starak. And through him, you know, the whole blogging um, yeah. world kind of just started get, getting deeper and deeper into that. Uh, I actually discovered you uh, along the way, um, and I think I was back uh, back home in Tenerife when he had a podcast with 
a guy called Adam Short who sold the Niche Profit Classroom, yep. which sounded really, well, uh, easy to, to get into. Basically, uh, in the course, they'd uh, focus on very niche sites, uh, basically have all the templates, all the uh, blog articles, all the SEO um, process. They had it all um, sorted out for you. So all you had to do is kind of follow the protocol, copy, paste, and so on. And uh, I started doing that, trying to get, um, you know, do ho- the whole, you know, uh, playing Google's, um, Google's algorithm. And uh, I literally, uh, I think it was somewhere in, in March or April when I finally managed to get on the first page of Google for the website that I'd built at the time called uh, How to Improve Your Brain Power. Oh. And, um, and um, yeah, I managed to get on the first page, actually got a couple of clicks on the ads. Um, I checked my AdWords account uh, and had eight dollars and I don't know seventy cents in there. Nice. And literally the day after, like on that day, I was like, "Yes, it works. It really works. I'm, <laughs> I'm hooked." And I think it was during that week that uh, Google launched uh, the panda or penguin or whichever oh, animal they, they launched, and suddenly it was all gone. I'm like. You're kidding me! You just give me this, you know, this piece of candy and show me it works. And suddenly you're just saying, "Nope, that's it. <laughs> Find something else out." Wait, wait, I'm uh, curious. Um, I'm, I'm just to get context. When yeah. was this? What year was this? Um, I think this was 2011. Okay. Or 2012. I think it was 2012. Yes, it was uh, 2012 because I was. Um, it was the year that I uh, spent some time in Australia. Got it, got it. This it's interesting because the I mean the the way you're describing how you started is kind of similar to how I started. I started because I found Yarrow and and then I saw the niche profit classroom stuff that he did with Adam Short and Short and I signed up for that and I started learning about the keyword research and all that good stuff. So interesting similarities there. So you, okay, so so you got hit by panda or the penguin or one of those animals that Google <laughs> likes to hit people with, and then where do you go from there? Um, well, because I had already set up that site, I mean, I wasn't passionate about it. I liked the idea, you know, just uh, as a, from a personal development standpoint, just try to make that work, you know, creating more, um, let's say more uh, quality content and, uh, still working, you know, uh, doing backlinking, going to, I don't know, easy articles and publishing. <laughs> yes. there. I did a lot of writing during that year. As a matter of fact, that was, uh, during the year I spent in Australia, I was working there as a naval architect. And like at night and on the weekends, I'd spend, uh, yeah, trying to, to make this site work. And it just uh, never really took off. You know, there were some uh, really good articles and good websites on there. And because the site, I mean, I wasn't really passionate. I was interested in it. Um, and I really tried to make it work. But because, uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what I was really doing. I didn't, uh, I was fully committed, but not. Um, yeah, passionate about the subject. So, um, yeah, I kind of kept at it just out of, of I don't know, desperation or <laughs> trying to make it work somehow uh-huh. because I'd already, you know, had that taste of it's possible to make money off it. Um, so, yeah, uh, I kept doing that until uh, mid-2013. Uh, so do you think that, that the fact that you made that $8.71 or whatever it was, do you think that was kind of important in getting you to stick with this whole concept of making money on the internet? 
Absolutely. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. Like that just um, being, you know, having that confirmation that it works yep. uh, was crucial to, you know, uh, to the confidence, to the, to the faith factor of, you know, keep, keep at it and it will, you know, you'll, you'll get back uh, <laughs> uh, someday. You know, I, I remember when I made my first money on the internet, it was like $70. Um, and, you know, th- when I saw that, I think it was kind of like, well, there's nothing stopping me. If I could do this once, right, I could do it 10 times. If I could do it 10 times, I could do it 100 times. Exactly. There's something about just seeing that money. And for me, it was deposited into PayPal. And when I saw that, it was kind of like, well, this is it. I, I know it's possible. No one can tell me that it's not possible to make money on the Internet. So I also think that that was very crucial for you in terms of real. I mean, yes, you see other people doing it. But when you can actually do it, it makes yeah. the world a difference. Okay, Absolutely. so you're not passionate about this brain power stuff. <laughs> uh, how did you go from there to how to win surf 101? Or was there something in between? How did we get there? Um, well, there were a couple of like side uh, or other side projects along the way, which you know never, because I was spreading myself really thin and uh, I still didn't really know what I was doing. I was gaining experience and starting... Um, you know, to, to get a bit more of insight of, you know, how Google works, like taking um, time to research the topic, to make good content that, you know, uh, kind of changes the strategy of just uh, lots of content versus, you know, now quality content that Google will actually like sending people to because they uh, see it as valuable. But um, it was actually um, a couple of um, months or a couple of weeks before I um, launched the How to Windsurf site. Uh, one of my uh, students that I was teaching windsurfing to in Tenerife, um, he was actually an internet marketer. You know, you kind of uh, during the lesson, you kind of ask, you know, oh yeah, what do you do, and so on. He's like, I, I make a living off the internet. I do like niche sites. I'm like, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so if I say, you know, Warrior Forum, you know what I'm talking about. He's like, yes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Finally, I meet someone else yes. in real life. <laughs> in real life, you know, in person. And we got like talking a little bit and he mentioned, um, you know, why I don't do something along, you know, do, uh, related to windsurfing, which in the past I had done, but it was just like haphazardly, not really fully internet into it. And uh, then I said, actually, yeah. And, you know, now thinking about it, I kind of had a bit of a strategy of what I would uh, do in terms of, you know, monetizing because I kind of got to a realization that Google AdWords wasn't really going to, uh, you know, replace any income or um get any significant uh income because my my site would be so niche so i was thinking of you know creating um like uh info um info products and you know maybe down the line something with video but um i had a bit of a better structured idea and you know i was able to explain it better than whatever i've seen on the internet um on the topic so um yeah in june i well, got the domain name, set up WordPress, uh, created an awful-looking site, uh, <laughs> and uh, started, you know, writing articles, rewriting those articles and publishing them on uh, easy uh, articles and go-to articles, you know, for the backlinks. I was still desperate with that. And um, getting on the uh, online direct- uh, directories and so on, so still working at that, but this time... Um, 
I was able to produce it all better and faster because I knew what I was, I was talking about. I didn't have to research anything. I was already uh, into it. And literally, I created that over the summer. I even you know, was as insightful as to um, put an opt-in box, um, signed up for Aweber to have like um, an autoresponder series with a mini email course on the first steps to windsurfing. And it just kind of, uh, yeah, my the first few months, I think, for the first five months or so, I only got maybe five to ten visitors per day. Uh-huh. Um, managed to, because my, my uh, parents' surf center, they also have their website, which has been up for, I don't know, like since the internet uh, exists pretty <laughs> much. Like my dad was pretty early to adopt that and set it up as um, for, for the uh, business. And... He's always had this um, the the habit of making like a short not article but update on this HTML site of you know what the wind was like, what it's supposed to be like uh, in the coming weeks, you know what the forecast says, and so on. And so he's been pretty good at you know uh, staying at the top of Google even after the the algorithm uh, changes. Yeah. And so because he linked back to my site, then I met another person who was kind enough to link to my site which is like an authority site sites that have been around and you know, get decent uh, amount of traffic and so I, uh, over a couple of months I was able to rise in the in the rankings of Google and yeah after a couple of months I started getting 20 a day maybe 50 a day and okay don't, don't, don't move don't move don't move on from that as yet let's dig Fair into enough. that so this was in 2013 this is june of 2013 you start your blog you you get your dad to link to it from his website you said there was another site that was an authority site that you got to link to you how did you how did you connect with the person from that that authority we know how you connected with your dad it was through birth (laughs) Um, (laughs) but this person now that had a different site how how did you stumble onto the website and how did you connect with that person well, um, it was uh, one of our, our uh, guests or clients at the surf center, so he'd come to uh, store his equipment uh, with our set, like with us uh, during their holidays, and uh, they'd sometimes rent uh, equipment from us. So, uh, because we just have a very very personal touch, you know, with with our um, guests, you know, we, as a matter of fact, yeah, we call them guests. We don't call them clients. It's like they stay with us with us for a while. We get to know them pretty well, and. Um, yeah, it just uh, came out in conversation. You know, I said uh, I have a website that's doing this, and he's like, "Oh, I, yeah, sure, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll link to that." Um, so yeah, this was pretty easy. I sense. think that's very cool because because you had been this is 2013, but you had been working in this whole windsurf as a windsurfing instructor on and off since 2004, right? Yeah. So you had connections already. And this was so. Mm-hmm. I I see a number of things working for you. You you you're passionate about the topic. Yep. You, you have some connections to people that are in the industry already, and you could kind of leverage those relationships that you built offline for <laughs> exactly. the things that you're doing online. And I think that's something that a lot of people just kind of overlook. They think fully online and never think about hey, you know, who do I know offline that's into this kind of stuff. And how can I connect with them at a deeper level in a way that could even result in them linking to me, uh, driving traffic and that kind of stuff. So I love that you did that. Mm. Cool. Okay, so 
that started to give you a little bit of a boost. So you're talking about going from like two to five visits a day to 20, 30, 40 mm-hmm. visits a day. Um, and where do we go from there? And uh, actually, well, wait, actually before that, when you launched the site, did you launch it with the an opt-in? Uh, no, I didn't. I actually, it actually took a, a, a couple of months to, you know, put all the, I thought I'd just launch the site first. So it's already, you know, it already exists. I'll start posting to that. And while I'm posting to that, I'll, um, because I'm already, uh, rewording the, the, uh, articles to post on other sites to link back. And so I was creating a email course like on the side and then the opt-in came once I had the course done, which was a couple of months later. And what did the email course look like? Uh, well, it was a nine, nine email uh, sequence where I pretty much like each of the steps that I go through in windsurfing, pretty much like a kind of topic or, or subject that I would have a lesson on, I would um, have one email or one article dedicated to that, that specific subject. Gotcha. Cool. Okay, so you, you have your e-course, your, your, your I mean, the, yeah, what, what was it called? A How to Windsurf e-course is that what it was yeah i just said yeah the 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 e-course on how to windsurf or something along those lines okay cool it's it's had a couple of iterations since then gotcha okay so simple but you know exactly what you're getting (laughs) you're gonna learn how to windsurf i like that okay (laughs) so if i'm someone that's coming to your site and i see that and i'm interested in windsurfing it's kind of like a no-brainer let me get this free guy that's teaching me how to do the thing that i'm trying to learn how to do Exactly, and and up until that point, I mean, it, I up until uh, a couple of uh, months later, I didn't actually have like a light box or anything. It was like an in uh, inline uh, opt-in box or sidebar box. I can't remember. Yep. But yeah, and I, if I remember correctly, when I when we started coaching, you had an opt-in box, but it was kind of like in the sidebar, like way down. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't in a prominent place, and we kind of made some changes where that's concerned very cool okay so now we have our email list going we're getting Mm -hmm. a little bit of traffic where do we go from there um well a couple of months later i think this was like in february 2014 uh one of like the the biggest or most uh most followed facebook pages on well on facebook uh shared one of my articles which is uh called windsurfing versus kite surfing Huh. So basically the two sports, uh, they have like this rivalry going because uh, windsurfing is the old school sport, whereas kitesurfing is a newer, trendier, and it's just like the comparison between the two, saying, you know, uh, in which aspects one is better, which one uh, not so much, and just comparing the two. And because it says versus, you know, VS, um, you know, people think like this is a, a very rant kind of uh, uh, <laughs> with a strong opinion article. And so that got, like, suddenly I had 12,000 visits within two days or something. And I was just, what the, (laughs) what's going on? I had no idea. And, you know, I had this massive spike for two, three days, and then it died off again. But it then remained around, I don't know, uh, 100 visitors uh, per day. Uh, So, yeah, I was getting a little bit of traction there, a couple of odd Facebook posts. I also had created a a Facebook uh, page of my own. And so just kind of getting one odd follower uh, during that week there, another one over there, a few email subscribers uh, throughout a month. So it just kind of you know, trickled in. 
you know, it was kind of getting traction. I just kept going at it because, you know, I was, uh, had things to write about and I was enjoying it. I was uh, enjoyed, you know, writing the stuff. And it also helped me when I was teaching uh, in, in real life, as it were. Um, just having put all that into writing and researching the parts that I was not sure of or why something worked and why some other things didn't work. And yeah, it just, uh, I, I enjoy the process. So I'm, I'm going to ask a question that's going to sound unrelated to this Facebook spike that you got. Um, how often were you posting to your blog? Uh, I tried to keep it once per week. If I wasn't able to do once per week, I'd do it maybe uh, once every two weeks, but usually, uh, yeah, once per week. And did you do that on the same day? Was it kind of random whenever you got it made? Uh, how was that working? Pretty much. Like whenever I, uh, I, I think, I, if I remember correctly, I had like a, a specific date uh, of the week in mind, but I was rare in keeping that. Uh, so it was just whenever it was ready or finally ready, you know, when, when uh, life, <laughs> my, uh, life uh, allowed it to, yeah. then uh, I would post it maybe like two, maybe three days late if, if necessary. But I tried to make it you know, within that week. So I, I, tr- I usually tell people, go at least once a week, be consistent, make it on the same day, make it at the same time, and yada, yada, yada. Um, yep. And I think that's the best thing to do. However, <laughs> I also know that life happens. <laughs> and I think the fact that, yes, you had that as a goal, but you know sometimes that didn't happen, but you kept chugging along and you kept creating that content that's significant. Now, in the creating of that content, when you had that article, did you do anything in particular to reach out to that, that site that had the Facebook page that shared it, that gave you that 12,000 visits in two days? Uh, I I think I reached out to them, but just as like in general, uh, just mentioning you know that my site exists and uh, you know if they're willing to to uh, share it. Like this was just blind, you know. Hey, I've got this. Maybe it's useful to your uh, your readers or your followers. If you want to share it, go ahead. And this was like I think a couple of months in, you know, when I had uh, twenty visitors to my site, but. Um, I think they completely ignored the message or, <laughs> or didn't read it. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it, but uh, I, I sent that same message to a couple of other sites which were a bit more prominent in like Facebook. Uh-huh. And yeah, I, I think it was completely unrelated to my message that they shared that. I think they just found, you know, someone shared that post on Facebook. They found it and reshared it. Uh, that's uh, my, <laughs> my guess. And, and, and the reason I asked the question before this is, you know, sometimes we're chugging along with our content and we feel as if, man, this is not reaching anyone. And in, in many cases, it may not be reaching anyone. But then there's this one that, whether it's by just sheer luck or because it was just that awesome. of Actually, tell me a little bit about the article. Was it a very detailed article? Was it, uh, do you consider it like way better than the other content that you've you created at that point? Well, yeah, because, well, for one thing, it was a pretty long article by my standards. So um, my articles are usually somewhere around the 800 words, whereas this one was like around, I don't know, two to 3,000 words. And it was as unbiased as it gets. Like, uh, I usually, everything else that I read online, it's always biased towards one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I came from the perspective that I do both, and I realized which are the advantages of each. And try to 
like posters at, as um, unbiased as possible because that was like the rare thing in in when it comes to that topic. Do you remember how long it took you to write that article? Um, I think not that long. I think the it took me longer to get images for the article. Yeah, yeah. Than it did to actually write the article because the article itself, you know, I kind of got into the habit of. Uh, writing 10 minutes per, per day or uh, per night, uh, <laughs> which uh, was when I was able to, to find the time. And just 10 minutes each night, I was able to, to crank it out in, in no time just because I knew what I was talking about. I didn't really have to research anything. I'm curious now, are you still doing that, the 10 minutes a day thing? Uh, I try to. <laughs> nice. I actually, I actually um, on your suggestion on one of your uh, episodes, you mentioned the Way of Life app. And yep. I have that as one of the um, uh, one of the elements, which at the moment is pretty red right now because I've been focusing <laughs> on uh, I've been focusing more on the launch of the video course. Yeah, and so I haven't really had time to focus on writing articles. And just for anyone that's curious, when he says it's a little red, if you do the activity, it's green. If you don't do it, it's red. And you know he's been busy with this, so he has more red than he would like to see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as like on the on a plus side though you know i have the writing 10 minutes per day um section i have another one which is like taking one step towards you know uh <laughs> uh improving uh online online marketing so i've got like uh, uh taking one step towards uh success and that's all green so nice. i have been taking steps towards <laughs> nice i like it okay so um you you're you're around 30 to 50 visits but now you get this huge boost 12,000 visits in two days and then it comes back down of course because that's the way this works from time to yep. time and then you're hovering around 100 you said um yeah okay. pretty much sweet where where did the journey go from there um well then i had like all the articles that i thought were necessary to compile into an ebook okay and um i was working i think during um april may i was basically compiling all those articles that i'd I'd written and putting them into like a word document structured all nice presentation and so on and then in june 2014 i launched the ebook to my email list was which which was i think around 100 to 110 uh subscribers strong Okay, so this ebook is, I love this, and I just want to clarify, you're saying that this ebook is the same content that you had published on your blog, is that correct? Exactly, just in a, you know, uh, easier to uh, read way, you know, it's just not, not articles spread all over the site, which are maybe difficult to find or reach, but like in, like that's my, that was my selling point, like this you can do when you have no Wi-Fi, no 3G, um, it's convenient. Yes, exactly. The convenience. I love. That's the same thing that I did with my biology study guide for my biology blog. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are. It. It took me a while actually. I'm like, man, I need to sell something. What? What do I sell? And it was a conversation I was having with a friend, and it's like, well, just sell what you have. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. How much did you sell it for? Uh, I sold it on ClickBank. For 1997, I think. 1997. And you have an yeah. email list of 100. I love this. Yes. <laughs> How many copies did you sell? I sold exactly 11. 
11. So you had an 11% conversion rate for the people that are on your... That's pretty... You know, you think about it, right? You're selling 11, so you're dealing with just over $200. But once again, that's more money you've created from just information that you're putting out there. And I think that's really awesome. Exactly. Okay, you launched the ebook. You you it did very well for the size email list that you had. I mean, if if ten yeah. percent of the people that are on my email list buy anything that I <laughs> I have, I would be a very happy man. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, you know, I, I was it was a really responsive list. Like I, I, you know, they'd reach out to me, I'd reply to them. So it was a pretty engaged list. Okay, let's talk about that. How were you engaging that list? Well, uh, during the emails. I would, you know, at the end, I would say, you know, if you have any questions or, you know, struggling with something specific, just uh, reply to this email. I'll, you know, I'll be happy to, to uh, answer them. So, and the fact that people were reaching out to me from those uh, autoresponder series, uh, it was just, well, it was one of the things that also uh, made me keep going because I, I, I got direct feedback that was helping people. So, um, yeah, basically I was just in contact uh, with the people that, um, signed up to my email list. That's awesome. And I think that's something that we can all learn from. Now, what was actually in those autoresponder emails? Because if you just sent them crap, they probably wouldn't respond. Well, they may respond to you and tell you that it's crap. But <laughs> but in order for them to, get, to, to take the time to respond, I think that the emails that you're sending out has to be something of value. So what kind of content were you sending in those emails? Uh, it was it was still the uh, the same like email course. It was th- that that nine day email course on how to windsurf. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I asked for like feedback, how to improve it, uh, you know, what they thought of it, which parts they could do without, which parts uh, they thought were missing information. Ah. And um, that's actually a theme that I've been carrying through to every other um, project or additional product that I've uh, I've created. And, you know, it's just really nice to see, uh, first off, you know, I, I want to make sure that people get value out of it. So mm-hmm. if they tell me what they need, I can create that and update the email course so that people, you know, uh, the next one's coming on, uh, get uh, more of a wow effect. <laughs> I like that. So it was educational and you were also asking them to get involved and, and exactly. give you input and feedback. And then you took action based on the feedback that they're giving you. And I think that's great, especially when you're just getting started. Because if you, if you only have 100 people on your list, it's much easier to engage with them actively than if you have 1,000 or 10,000 people on your list. I completely agree. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, so we've launched the ebook, went successfully. Where do we go from there? Well, uh, after that launch, I, I hadn't even like kept the sales page up. I, I like that was in June, so that was actually for the first year anniversary of the site, which was another um, you know selling point. And then I had it like not available during July, which is like the the high season when it comes to windsurfing. So end of June, July, August, and maybe a little bit of September is like the the very high season when it comes to windsurfing. And I didn't have it available during July. And then I said, well, actually, I could do this as a, uh, you know, recurring thing or like, a, um, you know, um, how do you say, like an autopilot uh-huh. so that I have it available and just, you know, uh, is a, available for anyone who wants to buy it. So I made that available in August and got a couple of extra sales there. I'm like, 
well, damn, I should have done that in July. <laughs> <laughs> Missed out on that. So I had that running on autopilot throughout 2014. And uh, yeah, I think at the end of 2014 was when you uh, mentioned your coaching in, in your uh, podcast. Yeah. And I jumped on that um, opportunity as soon as I could. And that was when we got in, in touch. Now, why did you jump on that opportunity? I'm curious. Well, uh, basically because I've been listening to many other podcasts and kept on hearing this recurring theme of how important it is to have a mentor, someone coaching, someone taking you by the hand, someone who's been there before you and can tell you in which direction to go, saving you all the stumbling <laughs> uh, situations. And so, yeah, and I thought, well, you know, those, uh, I think it was uh, 500 uh, bucks. I said, well, definitely, I've got that, you know, I can, I can spare that as type of uh, education. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I jumped on the <laughs> opportunity. All right. So we started coaching together and, mm-hmm. and your, your coaching was very focused on accomplishing a specific goal. What did you want to accomplish? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was getting to, uh, was it $500 a month and getting 50 subscribers per month? Because uh, up to then I had maybe like 25 uh, subscribers uh, uh, getting added to my list yep. per month. Yep. And I was interested on increasing the size of my email list and increasing the monthly revenue. Okay, so I don't... This is not going to be a, a, a an interview about my coaching or anything of that sort. <laughs> I want to talk about your um, like what you did. So mm-hmm. now we're at a point where we we're selling the ebook at a a, a decent rate for the size email list you have. Um, mm-hmm. Where did we go from there? Where did you go from there? Well, we kind of had a back and forth of you know what might be the next step. Uh, in uh, you know, in terms of what else we can create or how we can um, promote the site, and for one thing, we cleaned up the website so or the blog so that you know it was it had no not so many distractions, yeah. a clear call to action. Um, I think I got opt-in monster for the to get some light boxes, which also uh, increased the signups, um, and we started talking about creating the video course. Yep. I remember um, that. Which uh, I had like thought about doing at some point. I was already, because during that time I was, uh, you know, filming my wife, uh, well, my then fiance, which is now <laughs> my wife, uh, when I was teaching her how to windsurf. And so I had, you know, a couple of, um, you know, nice clips and footage of someone who's not a professional at this or someone who's not that experienced, but doing the moves uh, or the technique anyway correctly and so i had all that footage uh of you know how it's uh, gonna look like when on the water and then it was basically just a matter of me um creating footage of explaining of what to do or how to do it okay let's talk about equipment here because yeah. um this wasn't a very complex setup that you had what did mm-hmm. you use to record the videos uh i used a gopro basically okay. um i yeah, in all the situations, I had a DSLR camera, but I wasn't using that. Um, I think I was at most using it for places where I was sheltered because when with windsurfing, obviously you're at the beach and there's wind, so there's a lot of sand flying about. Yep. And 
GoPros, they can handle that. DSLR, I really didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't want to find <laughs> out. That. Yes, exactly. So um, I, I uh, yeah, just uh, did the the GoPro uh, and with a GoPro app on my phone. And to get decent audio, I had the the headphones with a mic linked to the to my iPhone and just the the recording app, which I had in my pocket. So it was uh, kind of a matter of um, filming and recording the audio and then uh, combining that or, or syncing that in uh, iMovie on my Mac uh, MacBook. Okay, so you're using a GoPro, you're recording just with your earbuds that come with your, your phone and you're basically recording the audio in there and then you're putting it together. You created these videos. How many videos was it? Do you, do you remember? Um, we had, I think, five videos because basically the idea was to validate the idea yep. before we um, well got into, <laughs> into uh, creating a full-fledged course. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember how many, like what the limit was or what the um, amount of uh, buyers was for, for the course to kind of confirm the interest in it. Yeah. Um, I think it was around like, five, uh-huh. and I exceeded that by seven when we, when we finally launched it. Yeah, I, I remember those numbers. So, <laughs> so you, you, you have these five videos. How long yep. were the videos? Uh, around six minutes. Okay, so minutes. five videos, six minutes each, and that's your entire course just to yep. validate the idea. And how much did you price it at? Um, I, I gave the early bird subscription at, I think it was $25. $25. You send it to your email list. At the time, it was about how many subscribers? I can't say. I really don't know. For I think some, it was around, probably around 200. That, at the rate it was growing, it was probably like 2 250 maybe. That's where I'm thinking. And that's where, yeah. what I was remembering. So yeah. you sent the email. We went through a launch process. What did what did you do to launch? Um, I sent a couple of uh, emails announcing what was going to come. Yeah. So I was I was uh, regularly, I think once or twice a month, I was sending out uh, a newsletter on the articles that I was published uh, during that um, during uh, the that month that specific month and. During, I think it was uh, the last month of November that I was uh, last week of November that I was basically announcing what was coming. And I think, if it, I'm not mistaken, it was like the fifth of December. Uh, you already um, advised me, saying you know maybe it's not the best time to launch because you know people are buying their uh, Christmas presents and they don't have like money to spare to spend on you know something like this. Uh-huh. Uh, but in any case, it's a good, like, if they buy now, <laughs> it's a great validation of that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's someone's interested. So, uh, yeah, we, we went ahead with that. And, yeah, I think it was around uh, seven people who ended up signing up. So this is a, a relatively quick product that you put together because we started in November and then you started selling it. You, you, you launched it in December. So it was just a yeah. few weeks just to validate the idea. You got 13 sales. Um, you priced it at $25, so let's do 25 times 13. We just made $325 off of uh, six videos that are like five minutes long. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Now, um, between that and $97, mm-hmm. there seems to be a big jump. A massive jump. Because as a matter of fact, uh, I 
launched it, the, the original one, uh, the, the um, let's say the, the probing <laughs> uh, course, uh-huh. I put it at 25, but then like the, the launch, I think, was at uh, 47. Okay. So like I think the uh, launch came in January. Okay. So a month later, so I had time to uh, create, I think it was another seven, another seven videos or... Um, or eight videos. And those videos were based on feedback that you got from the initial participants, right? Exactly. Well, the, the um, first five or six videos were basically the, the beginner series, like the series that you know uh, someone should have to kind of be able to windsurf on their own safely uh, and correctly. And then the videos that came after that were a bit more advanced. So, you know, how to windsurf with more wind, faster uh, using a harness so that uh, you save energy and so on. I'm curious, what what kind of feedback were people giving you in terms of, you know, this course is great, or but it's missing dot, dot, dot. Do you remember any of the feedback that you got? Um, a few of them were related to uh, the, the, the subjects that they'd like to see. So uh, things like uh, equipment, like not not so much technique, because in terms of technique, they were pretty happy, but like t- types of videos, for example, of how to uh, stay physically fit in the low seasons when you're not windsurfing. Uh-huh. Uh, another one was uh, how to rig or set up your equipment correctly. Um, yeah, others were related to technique, uh, depending on you know, if you're a bit more advanced, but there's low wind, what you can do in those situations. Um, so yeah, that was the kind of feedback that I was getting. Gotcha. Okay, so relaunch it at 40, 45, you said? Uh, I think it was 47. 47 dollars. Which then later I also, um, on your recommendation, you know, I, I offered an upsell uh-huh. to what, what I then called the power pack. So it would be the video course plus the ebook, which was then instead of, uh, I don't know, 47 plus 19 something, it would be for $57. Got it. And how did that do? How did that launch go? Um, better than, well, it wasn't really a launch. It was, uh, I just uh, added it on, uh-huh. like added the upsell on after the launch. And it did pretty well. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, people either bought just the ebook or they bought just the, the pack. They, oh, like, nice. If they signed up for the video course and then were interested in, in the ebook, they just bought it all together. Some just wanted the written, like the, the cheaper product and weren't interested in uh, getting videos for more expensive price. Love it, love it, love it. Now, um, that's $47. Now we're at $97 and we're running out of time. Oh, man. So we're oh, man. at $97. How yep. did we get from 47 to 97 What transpired in between? Well, because after that, I had a couple of things uh, like going on. I had to take a, a sailing instructor's course, and then the summer uh, started, and then I, uh, well, it was August, started organizing, um, you know, uh, some other uh, other things. And I had just gotten married in in June, which actually, funnily enough, like ironically, um, is exactly the same day that I launched my uh, vid, uh, well, my my website. So June the fourteenth is both my. Uh, wedding anniversary and the uh, anniversary of the launch of my site so (laughs) um so uh yeah i i literally did nothing i touched nothing of that video course for uh pretty much a year and a bit okay and then uh the um, then i had one guy who asked me for a refund because he um thought you know the 
uh, videos were more high quality and, uh, you know, he thought some things were missing and he was, well, you know, he just asked for the refund. I asked him why. And then he explained, you know, what he had been expecting. And I said, well, actually that's like that. What he was expecting is exactly that what I want to offer. And so that sparked my, uh, let's say like my, my drive to, um, launch the, the vid- relaunch the video course in a more, um, let's say, refined and more polished manner. So it's not just the minimal vile product that's selling uh, on autopilot. I want to uh, kind of revamp it. Got it. So what did that revamping look like? Well, basically a reshooting of the, the, the explanation videos. So I actually um, did that in my house with the, uh, with the camera of my MacBook. Uh, linked directly with the audio, so it's me talking into the camera with no distractions, no wind sound, nothing. So it's like the audio quality is good, and then reshooting the video of demonstrating it on the beach on what we call a simulator. So uh, yeah, just a board on the beach with a sail, and then uh, reshooting a lot of the videos that were like the the example videos of my wife who now knows how to windsurf better uh, using those videos. N- n- and what did you use to reshoot those videos? Is it still the GoPro? Uh, it's still the GoPro. Uh, okay. And uh, as a matter of fact, that GoPro was a uh, like a wedding gift, like uh, uh, from the people that uh, came to the wedding. The wedding gift was a, a GoPro. And nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Uh, basically, I was just reshooting that uh, and um, restructuring the ebook. So. I added the articles that I had, um, well, the, the articles that I had been writing for the blog since the original launch. I included those articles as well in the ebook. That is, uh, and what I love about it is, I mean, the things that you're talking about, it's not like you invested a ton of money to get it done or to get a ton of equipment and be all fancy and advanced. It's real, relatively simple stuff that you're using, but you are able to create a course. You're able to, you know, now you're pricing it at $97 and you sold 10 copies to your list. And I think that is great. So what's in the future for you? Um, well, the idea is to keep creating those, uh, those videos. So, um, uh, and now the difference is that from now on, it's actually not a one-time-off uh, or one-off uh, purchase. It's an annual membership. So for that membership, they get a monthly video. As a matter of fact, I copied the model a little bit off a site called Snowboard Addiction, which was mentioned in uh, the book, The $100 Startup. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I kind of copied their concept. Uh, I modeled their site, which actually has improved my the conversions to people signing up. So, yeah, the idea is to improve the, uh, the conversion rate, so uh, tweaking the, the sales pages. And on the side, while I'm doing that, I'm also, I've also created a digital magazine dedicated to teaching windsurfing. So most of the, of the magazines out there are focused on, you know, uh, like reports and comparing kit and so on. And I wanted to do something that's purely um, uh, for teaching purposes. So people that actually go there to learn. And I've had uh, some really great feedback on that and kind of linking all of that together. So I want to ask you one more question to just bring this home because I think a lot of people can can see themselves where you've been and you know you start a blog th- life is crazy you have a full-time job you are 
you're getting married, you're having babies, you're doing all these different types of things. I'm curious about how much time you spend on your blog on a regular basis. Um, well, in the early stages, I was able to dedicate maybe one to two hours every day. Okay. Um, then since I got married and then especially since uh, the birth of my daughter, I've, I'm lucky if I can squeeze maybe 30 minutes uh, in, uh, in, on any given day. Um, at most, uh, I can get maybe one or two hours, maybe three if like um, my daughter's at her grandmother's and my wife is working and I've got the house to myself, I can dedicate time to that. But usually it's just like maybe half an hour to uh, check the editing uh, of the video, to maybe um, create more content or answering emails. Yeah, now, right now I'm uh, pretty strapped for time, so usually it's about half an hour. So, I, and, I, and the reason I wanted to ask that question last is because I want the person that's listening to this right now to realize that you can do this. I mean, you can take something that you're passionate about, whether it's windsurfing or kite surfing or painting or whatever the case might be, start a blog gain an audience and start selling stuff even if you're strapped for time um arna has done it i've done it many others have done it so i want to leave you with the encouragement that yes you can do this arna do you have any last words that you what would you tell that person that person that is struggling trying to build a blog or thinking about building a blog and thinking about you know creating it in a way that it can turn into a business? What would you tell that person? Well, basically just like uh, keeping at like focusing on just having one small step each day. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but it, it really is true. Like, uh, you know, 30 minutes each day for a week, that's already, what, four and a half hours? It's, uh, well, no, it's uh, three and a half hours. And so it, it, it all adds up. So just taking that small step every day, uh, even if it's just answering to the emails or reaching out to someone or writing those 10 minutes on your smartphone on Evernote, um, it just adds up. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's been uh, nearly five years in the making and I finally reached one milestone. But, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a long process and it just requires you to keep at it a little bit every day. That is so awesome arna thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story with my audience and guys hey if you want to check out what arna is doing how to windsurf 101.com to see you know how he has this course laid out how he has his site laid out how he has all the stuff that he has laid out so that you can get some ideas and maybe even some inspiration so that you can take your blog to the next level I hope you got value from that. I, I think that was an awesome story. It's inspiring to see people taking action and having results. This was episode 268. If you if you missed anything, head to becomeablogger.com slash 268. We're going to have detailed show notes. It'll all be there. And if you know someone that maybe is trying to start a blog, but maybe they're discouraged or whatever the case might be, send them this podcast episode. Share it with them so that they can be inspired and they can get some action actionable tips 
so that they can take their blog to the next level. But if they want, if you're trying to get started with your blog and you want to create content, inspire others, and even change the world with your with your online business, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where you can get my free course to get you started. And to take it to the next level, you want to get coached by me, join the coaching club, bloggercoaching.com. I think you're going to love it. That's it for this episode. It's Leslie Summer here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless.